I mean, I had an experience where I went back to the beginning of human time to be shown the story. And it was so profound. I mean, so impactful that really, like nothing in this life mattered at that moment where I had to be like, I have to remember to keep drinking water and taking breaths because there was just so much out there that, you know, whatever I showed up that weekend for, I mean, none of it existed anymore. There was just so much more meaning and purpose in life than, than, than I could ever imagine. I'm Harmony Williams, and this is Life-Changing Trips. Sometimes it's hard to see the freedom and the beauty that lives behind the weight of everything we carry, but I believe that life is so amazing, and I can't waste another moment. I'm so excited to be here with you for another transformational conversation about experiences and the latest research on plant medicine, meditation, breath work, and other unconventional modalities and how they are being used for mental health and expansion. I hope by listening that you will find ways to integrate your peak experiences and epiphanies to open up new levels of possibilities, ingenuity, and fulfillment in business and deeper, authentic connection and passion in your relationships and a feeling of purpose of living fully alive. All content is for informational, entertainment, educational, and harm reduction purposes only. Life-Changing Trips and Harmony Williams and their affiliates and guests are not doctors or mental health professionals or legal advisors. Any information shared is not meant to treat, diagnose, or claim cures for any physical conditions or mental illness. Psychedelics and sacred plant medicines are not for everyone, even when done legally. There are serious contraindications with various health conditions and pharmaceutical medications. Please do your own research and take action to be informed. Remember that you are 100% responsible for your actions and subsequent consequences. The views of the guests are not the views and opinions of life-changing trips. Well, welcome. I'm so happy to have you guys here. I really appreciate your time. I just want to do a quick introduction. First, we have Michelle, and she is co-author of Primal Uprising and Primal Alchemy and does plant medicine facilitation. And I'm going to let them tell a little bit more about themselves. So Michelle Norris is first, and then I'll tell a little more about Jen Holub. And she is just a connector, a human mobilizer. We'll have you tell us exactly what that means with all your fun human design stuff. And psychedelic informed coach and entrepreneur. Maybe you can just tell us a little bit about what that looks like and where at and stuff like that if you're open to it. Absolutely. So um, our retreats are called the Primal Alchemy. And we started these retreats. I've been doing this work for almost a decade. And it's just been completely life-changing. And so started offering retreats after I did a long process of learning and apprenticing and really getting all different types of training. So I do a lot of energy work. So does Jen. We both do a lot of mindset work. We're both women entrepreneurs with multiple businesses. And we have, I mean, the gamut runs across. We both are angelic channelers. So our channeling comes in with our energy work and we are just kind of guided into whatever energy work we do in and out of um, psychedelic space. So 
we have the retreats and they are a part of it is a mastermind because we really do like to, both of us are, are born trainers, leaders, educators. It's a big thing for both of us. We've done a lot of work to educate ourselves in this space and out of the space and across entrepreneurship. Um, Jen's got a marketing company. I stay out of that. <laughs> I totally don't know anything about that other than a few things about you know posting. What we really love is what this does for people, how life-changing this work can be for people, for them to finally step away from the old stories of trauma and and identities that no longer serve them and actually move into empowerment and into mindsets that actually create success and happiness and ease and flow in their life and and much more peace. Um, I think we can all agree that pretty much everybody on the planet needs a little more peace than what they got going on right now. And so that's a big part of what we do. And we have our retreats, our multi-day retreats, they're all inclusive. So we provide the place, we pl- provide everything. The only thing that we don't provide is the travel to and from our retreats. It's we can go into more further details if you like, um, but we have information, a website, it's called theprimalalchemy.com. And you can go there and book a call with us that's a free quantum edge assessment. It kind of helps us understand where you are at, where your goals are, and where are you in location to your goals. And also, how are you actually going about your goals? Because that's a big part of what we do is is actually refocusing you and and getting a new mindset around how you even create goals for yourself. Jen, do you want to add to that? Yeah, so we're both very much in our feminine, feminine energy. So the, the retreats we host, it's very much coming in and really just being nurtured and getting to be and having that time and space to not be in the doing all the time, which is a lot of our culture, right? And our training, our hustle culture, stuff like that. Do you really get to come and just focus on you and have us focusing on you, whatever that need may be? Um, and you know, a big thing about ours is really the safe container, making sure that we you know create containers that are of complete safety and sovereignty. That is one hundred percent the thing that we. No one comes into these containers, you know prior even without that. But that's one of the things is that a lot of people's power has been taken away in our society from either institutions, constructs, belief systems, you know, family, things like that. And so the thing is, is really for the people to come into these retreats and have our expertise and have our nurturing and have the things we've got, but really be able to take that back into your life. So, you know, our goal is to not have to need us. Really, it's, hey, here are the tools and here are the tools and you have access to all of them. You also have access to us. And, but let's put these things, let's put some of these things in place and actually let's go over the things that are really easy to apply. Because a lot of people come to this work, like I've got to do it. I want something more. I'm stuck. I'm desperate, whatever the case may be. And the thing is that, you know, the one, the retreat or whatever, those, the three days, yeah, it's great. It's phenomenal. You know, the next few days after you're on this high, but you really know how to need to know how to like implement that. And not on a level that's so massive that we're seeing in a lot of the media and the stuff that's out there. Like, oh my gosh, I did this and now I'm you know, i a billionaire. Um, <laughs> I created the biggest product in the whole world over it. It's really like, okay, what, what really brought you here? If there's a place you're stuck, let's take a look at it. If there's constructs we can work with and you know, kind of pick apart and see if they're aligned to you. 
And then what's your next best move? Like what are the infinite possibilities for you that you really desire and set your heart on fire? It's no come in and it's not the, you know, next pill or, uh, you know, magic bullet or anything like that. And so the intention of coming into it and the work all around that is really for people to leave with, with a massive attainable transformation and something they know they can take back into their world when they walk back into it. I love that because some of the people, there are some actual kind of reasons they're depressed too. You know what I mean? They're stuck in a job they hate or they're, you know, there's these things in their environment that are contributing maybe to their feeling stuck and their whatever. And so if they just have this experience see the light, feel connected, you know, and then they go right back into that. There, there's no, yeah, they need something more, right? To be well, able to maneuver that. That's one of the things um, that's a big deal for us. And I know you've talked about this on um, other podcasts and everything, but integration is the big key here yeah. because the experience is wonderful. It's an amazing experience. It can be very life-changing. Lots of, I hear, hear everything from 20 years of therapy in six to eight hours to, you know, whatever, 40 years of therapy in, you know, two days. So, and the thing is, is that yes, and there's still the work that's supposed to be done after the retreat that actually integrates it because it's great if you have the, the experience and you have all these amazing downloads and realizations and visions and, you know, this aha moments and these epiphanies and everything's really wonderful. And if it is not integrated after the retreat, which is what our specialty is, is helping people come up with a you know, game plans. What does your support system look like? What is it you need? We text people all the time. Hey, how's that thing coming that you were going to work on? What's it, have you, did you get this done in this time frame? We're really good at accountability and, and also helping them fully integrate because at the end of the day, the experience can just become another story and get put up on a shelf and then taken down and played with every once in a while. And the story will change based on who you're in front of. And then it becomes another story instead of, hey, this like really changed my life. And I was able to really change and maneuver a bunch of things. And I got my mind completely changed on this, that, or the other. And really one of the things that this does is it's actually unlearning the programming that you were brought up in. And the thing is, is and there's not anything that you can say bad about programming. Everybody's programmed in some way. It's just the way things are. It's the way it's always been. Your parents were programmed. Their parents were programmed. I mean, it just goes back and back and back. And we get programmed across all different areas of our life with our family, with our religion, with our education system, with TV. TV is the worst. But, you know, all of these different things. And if you're in a group or if you're in your politics or all of these different things, they all have different programming that come in. And it can be really overwhelming when you have some programming over here that does not align over here in your life. And then that's where we end up with people that have a lot of what we call parts, where this part wants you to be here and this part wants you to be here and these kind of counteract each other. And then what we find is that both parts have the highest, actually the highest and best intention, the same one. And so when you can get people to come back together in, in there and do parts integration, which is work that I do 
it's it actually helps people move through all of this and integrate and actually move through life and in my opinion that's all life is is integration it's you know releasing the stuff that no longer serves you and calling in the things that you do want and actually integrating all of the clarity i i don't like to call it lessons or teachings anymore because that implies that there was something wrong and i i never believe that there's anything wrong it may not be pleasant it might not be functional you might it might be something that you feel is negative that's happening in your life and at the end of the day everything yeah everything happens for you whether or not it you see it as good or bad so i had a daughter pass away 14 years ago and in a million years i would never choose for her to not be here never would never ever ever choose it and at the same time i cannot deny the beauty that's come from her ashes I was able to create a multi-million dollar business that changed hundreds of thousands of people's lives. And so that, and she was the catalyst for that. And that company was her legacy. And so these are the things that come out. And then of course, lots of family relationships were mended when she passed away. It's just so many, so much beauty in those ashes. It's what are you looking for? Are you looking for the dirt? Are you looking for the beauty? Because if you look for the beauty, you will find it. And if you're looking for the dirt, you're going to find it. That's really where is our focus and where's our mindset around things. And so, like I said, never choose for her to not be here. And I also know that it happened for me because there was a lot of beauty that came from her, her passing. And so it's how do we get people to start seeing everything that that happens in our life happens for us, even if in that moment, that's the the absolute last thing you ever, 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 ever would want. Yeah. Yeah there's still beauty in it. There's still clarity in it. There's still, you know, things to, to learn from it. And so that's really, that's really what we do is when we go into particularly the expanded awareness space is we're going in and we're finding what are the traumas and what is it that, that this clarity that's going to really change your life? What is that aha moment? What is the epiphany? What is the realization that you get to integrate in your life and see that situation from a completely different perspective? You know, most women have sexual abuse in their life. A good majority of us do. I do. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've been able to do with that sexual abuse is sit down and say, because that was when I was a child. So we're talking about pedophilia. And thing is, is that this person didn't choose to become a pedophile. When we can change and switch the perspective and say, what happened to this person for them to, for this to happen? And that was really where I I sat down in psychedelic space with my perpetrator and I had a whole conversation with him. It wasn't real like here, but energetically, mm-hmm. I learned all about what happened to him for him to choose this. Wow. And well, not choose it for him to do this. Yeah. It's the thing is, is that we get into our mind that we have no choices and we always have choices. That's the issue is if somebody had been able to work with him when he was a child, when this was happening to him, this could have changed so drastically and where this is not the path that he would have gone down because he thought that was the only path he had. So it's like, this is where we change people's lives is because they finally see all the options that lay before them because a lot of times when they come in, they're right here. And that this is all they can see. They can't see anything outside of this. And we get them to hear. And that's mm-hmm. the thing is you see all these possibilities now, not just this right here in front of you. And so okay. that's why what we do, in my opinion, is so important is because we can help somebody see a completely different story out of a story that they've held for a very long time. 
Yes. That, that oh. doesn't serve them or has kept them stuck or kept them feeling unworthy or just kept them in places that are not for their infinite self and of abundance. And so mm-hmm. the containers also that we set up, it's not just a container. You don't just come for three weeks. Like most people spend a month and a half to two months with us with a lot of contact. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do maintain it and keep that contact going up nonstop. Um, we're not like, hey, come to the three days and then buy this package or buy this thing like that. Like we love what we do. Like it lights our heart on fire to... And it's building our community and our tribe of these people who also don't look at us and say, you're crazy. That's not possible. We've got you know more people each time that they're like, oh my gosh, this is all possible. This I always say that it's my playground, right? So we can be watching people. I'm, I smile quite a bit. And in these, in these experiences, there's people that go through painful moments. Pain's fine. We always say suffering's optional. Um, but when they're in those painful moments, I'll be watching and they'll look over and I'm smiling. And I've had people say like, why are you smiling? I'm over here like sobbing or puking or whatever the case may be. And I'm smiling because I'm like, this is just like my playground because the possibilities are endless. And sometimes you do have to tap back into that pain or these different emotions. So you can actually process through it and not hold it in your body and release that trauma. It's just... It's just the coolest thing ever. Like, you know, I mean, it's just, it's so cool that you almost want to say it's unbelievable, but mm-hmm. it's so believable because we see it over and over and over again. And just to get to be a part of it um, for both of us is so humbling. And we hold it with such honor and such regard for people um, to, to come, that they show up, they trust themselves to show up and, and that they trust us to, to serve them and to, you know, be, be their new ally forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we also, we do a lot of energy work and we do a lot of downloading and channeling and stuff like that. So we obviously don't believe that this is our only life or that this is our only mm-hmm. chance or that there's nothing else out there. And so it's just fun to even, you know, kind of think about that. I mean, I had an experience where I went back to the beginning of human time to be shown the story. And it was so profound. I mean, so impactful that really like nothing in this life mattered at that moment where I had to be like, I have to remember to keep drinking water and taking breaths because there was just so much out there that, you know, whatever I showed up that weekend for, I mean, none of it existed anymore. There was just so much more meaning and purpose in life than, than, than I could ever imagine. And so it also really like unlocks you to a lot of those things that it really can dissolve a lot of the fear because we have so much fear in our society. And it's a lot of, you know, the constructs and the institutions and stuff are driven by fear. But when you're not afraid of anything and you've got a direct line to source, watch out world, right? Well, I mean, it's just, it's just super cool. So cool. So fun. I know you're saying you're, you're very in the feminine and I love whenever I've I think the people I choose to mentor me, I can just feel that they're tuned in. They help to help me to tune in to that higher power, to my higher self. There's lots of different words people use to describe it, right? But like, I love that part of it, the very intuitive part. And that you also, like you said, 
we give them a plan to move forward and what's the next best move. And there's some logical parts to this. It's not just all like, now I'm just going to go live in a fairy tale land and believe <laughs> everything's going to be wonderful without, you know what I mean? Like that you're connecting that a little bit to them. Cause, and I also liked what you said about the parts. Um, mm-hmm. Michelle, that was really, as you were saying that, I felt so many times when I have these two different ideas or de- or desires, or maybe it's like, well, society says my kids need to do this, but like my heart tells me I should let them follow their dreams instead of like forcing them to go to college or you know what I mean? Whatever that is, it's like being torn apart rather than like you said, integrating those parts to where they're, it's all for our highest good. How can we integrate these? And I, I kind of maybe took it out of context, but as you were saying, no, that, no, that's totally, that's exactly, that's a actually great um, example of parts is because you know that you're, this is the thing is that society says, yeah, this, yes, about, you know, kids need to go to college. They need to do this. They need to do that, whatever. And that's fine. But there's a part of you that trusts and believes that. Mm-hmm. So there's that part. And then, and you're thinking it's in their highest and greatest good for them to go to college and get an education oh. and be able to have something to fall back on some kind of thing, right? Go to college, that's great. And if they don't, great. Both of them, if you think about it, both of them have the same highest and greatest good, which is your children's highest and greatest good. So mm-hmm. they both share the same thing. It's like, let's integrate these things. And where do you come together where you say, hey, listen, kids, we're going to you know, plan for if you want to go to college. And we just want you to know that if you have some other thing that comes up, German New Medicine is the premise that all disease and disorder in the body can be traced back to a trauma that was not feel, felt, fully recognized, or fully expressed. And so we see this all the time when we'll walk somebody through a trauma where they completely express the trauma. And what we say a lot of times is that the issues are in their tissues. So you're literally carrying around baggage from old trauma in your body. So we, I've seen people that I've worked with people who are, have everything dialed in. They've got the, the diet dialed in. They've got the exercise dialed in, the lifestyle, the sleep, everything's dialed in. And they still have 25, 35, 45 pounds that will not come off. Well, it goes, we go into trauma and then bam, they'll start losing the weight. Now, I'm not saying that this happens for everybody. You know, when you stop and slow down and you think, oh my gosh, I have all this weight because I'm carrying all these things. Mm, right. And I needed that container to carry this. That was the only, that was the container that kept me safe. That kept me going, that kept me whatever, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And how can we help you lift some of these weights, some of these burdens, some of these things that are flowing into these different parts. Again, here comes the parts, right? So it's all about the wholeness. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, for me, it's about an integrated person. Mm. Yeah. Totally about an integrated person. But yeah, that was the goal for me always, right? Like how is everything a whole life, a full life, a fully expressed, all that, where there's not all these different versions that seem to be coexisting and not Mm -hmm. co-creating. I love it. You guys are amazing. It's really about where are you going to be safe? What are your intentions? Can you, can you come in with no expectations and just expect that you're going to get what you need? That would be the only expectation I would come in with. I'm going to get what I need and I'm going to, I'm going to be able to change, you know, the way I think about things. So well, and for that. us, for us, our big thing is like, 
you know, there, there's different things and there's different stories out there. Like when you first started hearing about like the ayahuasca experiences and stuff like that, right? People going into the jungle, they're purging, there's all these things. And when I first heard about it, I was like, no, no possible way. Like I would have bet everything I owned and everything I owned on my future that I would have never done this type of stuff because I'm like, that sounds horrible. Like I am not interested in that. That sounds like suffering and I'm all about pleasure. And so like with us, that's kind of the thing too. There's some people that, yeah, they want to be like thrown to the wall and purge it all out and all this type of stuff. And that's their, that's their thing. That is not us. Ours is that we expand your capacity to see light or to, to see light so you can sit in the dark safely, right? Mm-hmm. So when you come yeah. into this space of like compassion and openness and curiosity and connection to everything, then when the demon pops out to give you that clarity you need, you can meet the demon and be like, thank you for coming here and showing me not that, not being like, oh my gosh, I've got to go run and hide and bury that deeper because there's a demon in there. Mm. Well, that, and a lot of times what you find is that if you take the mask off that demon, that demon is your seven-year-old self that made this decision for you that, you know, for the rest of your life, you needed to suffer in order to gain anything. I mean, and we have that kind of mentality in our, you know, our culture as it is, it's no pain, no gain, you know, you gotta be, you know, grinding. Yeah. It's all of these things. And it's like, what, wait, what? I mean, like I bought into that. That was part of my, my story. That was also part of my, like a badge of honor. It was part of my human design. We were both very masculine, right? Business owners, doers, achievers, status, image, checking the boxes, stuff like that. And so that, that really is, you know, I mean, I did over a year of work really just tapping into my feminine and figuring out what that meant and being that, in that being and not the doing and not all the achievement and all these things that, you know, society had told me, I went to college, I've got a couple of different degrees. And so you take this degree and then you go make this money and you work really hard and you do it on this 24 seven cycle, 365 days a year. And, and that does work for some people and it does work for men's hormones. It does not work for women's hormones. We have a 28 day cycle. We are with the moon. We are 28 different people in a matter of a month. And so when you can realize that, whether you're the male or the female, the masculine or the feminine, um, right? Because we all have the masculine and feminine energies. And, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful for my masculine and for what, you know, how it served me. And I can pull it back up anytime. So if it needs to come in and drive the bus, it can drive the bus. My goal is just to really be in my feminine as much as possible. And even if I have to do something, I can do it in that ease and that flow and that connection and not in the, you know, the struggle and hustle and grind and push through it and fight and, you know, break down barriers like so over the last I'm so glad there's people still doing it. It's just not me. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to ask you that with the female entrepreneurship, how you've seen that um, transform and how you bring... Like, I think there's this, this fear maybe or a worry that if I just let that ease and flow and feminine in, that I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to get anything done. I'm not going to be able to feed my family or those type of things. So expand a little bit more on this. I can um, tell you... For- 
for sure that that is not the truth, but that's the story that we've all been told. It's really about tapping into that and, and really understanding that your vulnerability is not a liability. It is, a, it is an absolute strength if you know how to harness it and you know how to step into that and release whatever the stuff is that are, is tied to it that are the stories that you have around vulnerability. And we, because we've always tied vulnerability, particularly in Western culture in the United States, if you're vulnerable, you're weak. You are weak and that, and or if you have any emotions about anything in business, you're weak. And I, I, I actually believe that things are really changing and transforming. And then in business, particularly, we're going to see everything shift and change. You're going to start making your decisions from your heart, from your gut, from your instincts, from your intuition. We're, we're going to stop using this because first of all, our brains, absolutely great, great servants horrific masters. And the problem is that's where we've all been. We've been master. This has been our master is everything that's up in our head. And we're moving everything down to where it belongs, which is back in our bodies, which is how we started a long time ago. And now we're finally evolving back into it. And it's getting rid of the old programming and actually bringing in things that actually really support the sovereignty empowerment for of humans across the planet. And that's really what we want because as soon as we all become sovereign and empowered, this whole planet changes like that. Yeah, incredible. So our friend, uh, our friend Kayla is one of the main neuroscientists in women's women's hormones, women's health, women's brains, and she always says, you know, the feminine leadership, female leadership, is the most untapped thing we have. Because the thing is, is we need both energies, right? It's night and day, it's yin and yang, it's masculine and feminine. And when you bring these together, and whether you bring them each in yourself, you know, because I play the masculine and the feminine in both of my businesses. Um, there's times that I have to come in and say, yeah, I'm the CEO. And then there's other times I come in and I'm saying, I'm the CEO and I'm going to take a nap today because that's where I'm at and I don't have the energy for it. And that's okay. And so, and that's okay for, through my entire company too, where the women get to operate in that as well. When, you know, the things that are important to them, their children, their family, their stuff like that, never would I ever want them to sacrifice that for a dollar in our, in our company. Like that's just not it, you know, that, that doesn't, that's not the wholeness of it. We're not just these machines to crank out things. We're these humans here to be and coexist and that. And so really when it was that, you know, I mean, it was the ego, right? Being in the masculine and trying to be a woman in a man's world and all that stuff. And when you really realize like being a woman in a man's world is actually really awesome and you get to just be that. It's so much easier to be the feminine energy in in yourself or, you know, I mean, in, in, in this plays different roles, right? I mean, we've got some friends that she is definitely the masculine energy and he is definitely the feminine energy. And that doesn't really say anything, right? They're just energies. It doesn't say like, oh my gosh, he's, you know, it doesn't transcribe into anything, any bit of sexuality. It's just where your operating system, what you're designed to do. And, you know, we're both designed to be in our feminine and to live most of our life in our feminine or as much as possible. And if we need the masculine, which is also why we can work really well with men, 
Um, especially men and their masculine. I mean, there's one that comes to mind, so masculine, so achiever, so that who had never cuddled just for <laughs> cuddling's sake until he came to our retreat that we were at. And was like, you want to try this? Like, it's just, you know, that softness, that being, those things like that. We've just got so much programming about that being a weakness, you know, mm-hmm. slow down, whatever it may be. And... Oh, it's just, it's filled with a lot of struggle <laughs> in that way. Yeah. yeah. I think we we may have touched a little bit, but the primal alchemy I wanted to touch on and just kind of get what you're most excited about right now. And then maybe just kind of some final words or how, if someone's contemplating going the, on this journey or maybe they're like, okay, I don't feel like that's right for me just yet, but how can I tap into my intuition? How can I start to take some of those first steps to figuring this all out or to making that change. I feel stuck, something like that. So I've so the premise of paleo and primal are both really just going back to the basics of going back to whole foods, going back to a good way of living, of um, being more mindful of your sleep, that kind of thing of exercise, of getting sun, getting, being outside, being in nature, all of these things. It's very, very foundational, that kind of thing. So for that was really about the primal. The alchemy, of course, this the side of it, the primal alchemy is really about where's the magic in our life? Because in, and, and when I say magic, I'm trained in, in several types of magic. And not magic like you see a magician, that, not that kind of magic. There's magic that's really about moving energy. And some of our, the oldest philosophers, and, you know, Plato and um, Aristotle and Leonardo da Vinci and all kinds of really Tesla. Tesla is a great one. Anyway, these are all men that actually understood the, the, the basic foundation of humanity and of earth and of this universe is vibration and frequency. This, which is all energy, and that's all you are, is energy. And so, and that's all anything is. All that we see, everything is all an energy that we've created and we've all agreed on. Like money is an energy. It isn't. So there's a lot of people that are like, money is the root of all evil. Get rid of that. Nope, nope, nope. Do you want to, do you want to repel money from your life? Say that. Yeah. That's a really good way to, because your vibration and your frequency and your energy, money is an energy. Are you repelling it or are you bringing it to you? Are you vibrating it and attracting it to you? Because we are governed by the law of attraction. This whole idea that opposites attract, no, that's also not, not true either. But it's this magic is moving energy. It's really about how do you move energy? And this is something that now comes in in channeling and in the space um, comes into also to Jen. And she, I've actually been trained in a couple of different types of magic, but there's stuff that I just channeled that just comes in and she's just been gifted with it and channeled. We all have it. The other thing is we all have intuition. Every single one of us have it. Have you ever walked into a room and when you walk in, you can feel the tension between two people in that room that is so intense that you could cut the tension with a knife. That is part of your intuition. That's part of your empathy. What we have now is it gets programmed out of us. Mm-hmm. As we're when we are growing up to seven or eight years old, we are have this tapped in energy to realms that are here because there's 12 dimensions to earth. We only have three that we actually are aware of right now. 
And I mean, this is scientifically proven. This isn't mumbo jumbo. And right, you know, even I did Einstein say ten or or twelve? Um, well, they've scientifically proven twelve. I think 12 Einstein. Now. I want to say he said nine or something like that. Yeah. But, but they have scientifically proven twelve. They believe it's actually could go to sixteen. Which fine. So this is the thing. You are we. Ha, we are in the three D. We are the only dimension with time and space. The only dimension. And that's only because we all agreed on it. We all all agreed that we were going to have linear time. We also agreed that we're going to have this space. Well, Mm -hmm. that doesn't exist anywhere in any of the other realms. None. And so the thing is, is that when you're a child, you have access to all of those realms because you haven't had it programmed out of you. So, you know, those, those invisible friends that your child has, guess what? Not so invisible. That is them tapping into these realms. And this is where we go when we go into a psychedelic space is we we actually access the realms. That's what we're actually doing is we're tapping into all the dimensions. Sometimes not all of them, not, not all 12, but, but I think it could be more. But the thing is, is that we are tapping into that and we're actually getting access to this energy. It's why our channeling comes in so strong during those, during those retreats because we're tapped into that. We're right there. We're touching it. We're seeing it. We're part of it. And we're able to communicate with it. Well, the thing is, your intuition is like that. Your intuition is, I mean, gut instincts are really, there were so many people the day of 9-11 that just had some intuition that they needed to stay home. Lots of people, like hundreds of people did not go to those towers that day. They didn't know what it was, but they listened to it. And then there were a number of people who were injured in the towers that had the same thing and overrode it. Mm -hmm. This is the whole thing is you're tapped into energy fields all the time. Are you listening to them? Mm -hmm. You can sit down. Meditation is the best way for you to tap in. Meditation, quieting your mind. All you need is 15 or 20 minutes a day is going in and quieting your mind. This is when... You know, there's a lot of people that are like, think meditation is of the devil and blah, 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 blah. This is the best way for you to tap straight into God, your mm-hmm. source, your creator. Oh, straight so into great. God is going into meditation and quieting your mind. And the thing is, is that it's not always easy for us to do as humans because our minds have been used to being these little monkey machines going all the time and the, all the monkey chatter that we've got going on in our head. But if you can... This is one of the things I posted this just the other day to our group is you are not your thoughts because there's no thought under the sun that's brand new. Zero. They're all out there in the collective and we all have an access to this collective consciousness that we're part of. And so just because a thought comes into your head does not mean it's yours. It does not mean you need to engage with it. It does not mean you need to give energy to it. It does not mean you need to give any attention to it. And it does not mean that's who you are. So, you know, I'm, weird thoughts will come in my head and I'll go, where did that come from? Like, that's not mine. Like, I have no idea where that came from. This is the thing. It's just because you're, if you are tapping into this energy, you'll tap into stuff and you'll just go, but you'll get better and better and better at going, oh, that's my, not mine. I don't need to give that energy or, hey, that's really interesting. I would like to, to tap into that and engage with it and figure out what this is. But that's the whole thing is like Buddha said, think of your thoughts at like sitting on the bank of a river and just watching them float by. And when there's a thought that interests you, take it out of the river, 
play with it, engage with it, get curious, and then throw it back. The thing is, is that what we're really good at is helping you figure out what are the thoughts that actually serve you versus the ones that don't. Because what's happening to most of us, because we have these really lofty goals and everything, and we can't figure out why we're never hitting these goals. It's because we're focused on the wrong thing. And we constantly put our energy and time and effort into thoughts that don't serve us, that are not ours, that belong to somebody else. And somehow we think that we have to do something with it. And that is the whole thing. So when you can get your mind quiet and you can get your mind where you are just totally tapped in. And one of the things that I like to do is I have a very loud air conditioner in my bedroom and I meditate back there and I will lay down and I will have that air conditioner on and I will just tune into the sound of that air conditioner. And it needs to be something that's constant, not not um, engaging, mm-hmm. but something that's constant that you can focus on, but and that will not change, but also something that's not, yeah, stimulating or engaging, like right. you were like music. I don't do music because I'll get engaged in the music instead of get, getting my mind clear. So I can concentrate on that air conditioner, and then what happens is you will notice that you will feel like you are floating. That. You don't know the difference between your hands, your feet, your nose, your toes, nothing. And when you get into that state, I remember the first couple of times when I first started meditating and it happened, I had this rush of adrenaline because it scared me. (laughs) And then I was like, what was that? And then when I realized, actually, it's very blissful because you go into this quiet state and then you can ask any kind of work. I go in now. I don't want to ask questions while I'm in meditation but i'll have an intention of a question that i want answered when i go into meditation and i will always get the answer to that question and that's because you are direct to god this is your direct source and you know the thing is is that churches are great for the community piece they're wonderful for that and you don't need a church to connect to god the it's about a relationship not a religion It is about you having a direct relationship with God, not you're you're following this rule and that rule and doing this and what the church tells you you need to do and all of these things. And it's that's really what what can tap you into your intuition. And I it's funny because I actually started writing up a whole thing on the intuition and I'll send it to you for your people. But it's really about how you just go in and start really trusting what you you know, what's coming up for you. I know I have started it with different, different things like Oracle cards for one thing, tarot. It's, these are the things that are, we always have had access to. They just got programmed out of us by the time we turned to eight. And yeah. so now we get to bring all of that back. That's the stuff that we get to tap into and bring back and really, you know, they talk about us only using like 10% capacity of our brains. This is starting to tap into that other 90%. So exciting. I love it. Thank you. That's so Mm -hmm. awesome. Jen, did you have anything you're excited about or you want to... Some words of wisdom you want to leave us with? What are you thinking? Well, I'm excited about everything. Just, you know, just a great place to be, right? In a very much expansive state, you know, went through a little bit of a contraction and just 
just excited about, you know, different retreats coming up, different events coming up, opportunities. I'm super pumped about Yin on Fire in September. Um, yes, that'll be so fun. Are you guys both going to be there doing a workshop? And I don't know if Michelle's making it or not yet. Yeah. Um, I will definitely be, be there and, and super stoked about that. And yeah, just, you know, the evolution of this work and the knowledge that's coming out. I mean, the conversations I have each day are just more exciting and more impactful and more meaningful. So I have never been the girl that likes small talk. I love depth. And so just this coming out more and more, I've just got infinite amounts of energy for it. And it just leaves me on fire all the time. Just like this conversation, listening to your podcast, listening to a few of the other ones. I'm just like, want to, you know, scream it from the the mountaintops and also, you know, totally respect the fact that everyone will get here in their time and when it's right for them and when the messages are there. And so I think, you know, that's one of the things I'm really excited about. Um, and then sometimes it's one of the things I'm really nervous about is how much it's out there and how much people think we need to consume it and consume it all and do it now and get it to everyone and bring everyone in. And we do a lot of prep work. We do a yeah. whole lot more than yeah. most people do because we have an onboarding process. And um, I don't know if you're familiar at all with Zach Leary, but Zach and I worked on a pre-journey intentions worksheet together. And then I actually morphed it a little bit further a few months ago. And we do, we really set people up for a lot of success. Um, so yes, we will have people say, I had like no idea why I came here. <laughs> I didn't have any clue or whatever, but we usually catch them in the, we catch them in the before. She and I have been to retreats where people have said yeah. in a retreat that we were not the ones facilitating We've actually heard people go, I was told by that person to come and I had no idea what we're doing and what are we doing? I'm like, oh my gosh. Wait, what? what? <laughs> I talked to a guy who uh, <laughs> watched, he'd watched a few videos, you know, researched and um, decided to just do some on his own. And he was just like, and, and this speaks for everything you guys have been saying. He's like, I didn't know I was just going to rage the whole time. Like I was just like screaming <laughs> and yelling and throwing any, he was on his own. He didn't have anyone to help guide him or anything. Yeah. So it's just like, yes, people, this is our, we're taking for granted, do tons of research, more research than you think you need to do and get prepared and come into this with intention and find a facilitator that. Right. Do your research on the facilitator too. And yeah, make it intentional. But I cut, we, we cut you off a little bit, Jen, if there was... Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's no, good. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally good. Yeah. Super excited. I'm super happy to, you know, get this message out and be a resource to anyone. Like I said, it lights my heart on fire. So I love sharing the message. I love connecting with people. Mm. So, you know, anyone in their curiosity state is more than welcome to reach out to us, whether that's, you know, specifically want, wanting and wondering about working with us or really just wanting and wondering about working with someone else. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're in for all of that um, or even the support afterwards. Uh, we, you know, we trust in the universe. We believe that this work is really powerful and that we, we want access for everyone when the time is right for them. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they, that they come and work with us but we're here and, and just I want to add 
something to what Jen just said too, is this is a thing we get, lots of people do get excited and they come to this and they've had this massive transformation. They're like, oh my God, everybody needs to come do this. And the thing is, is that this medicine is for everyone, but this everyone is not for this medicine. And so really the, we, we caution people about, you know, evangelizing, going out there and doing all of these things and trying to, you, you know, we've, we've had people go back and tell a spouse, you need to come do this or I'm leaving you, that kind of thing. And that's just not the way that this medicine works. It's not the way any of the stuff that we do works because somebody really truly has to be called to this medicine. And when they're called, they will know it. And when they're called, it will happen. And when it's time, it will happen. It's just the way this works. All the sun, moon, and, all, and stars all line up for, for who's supposed to be there and who's supposed to be in this one and who's not. And it, it's the craziest thing. We watch it every single time, how the group will coalesce and how somebody was supposed to come and then they bailed out. And then it ended up being, it always ends up being the right people and the perfect group together. Mm. And it's just the way things work. And yeah. this is the thing. It's us going back to that, trusting the intuition and the intelligence of these medicines that they know what they're doing and they're calling the right people to this, to this work when they're ready because that's the whole thing. We're tapped into a collective consciousness. And of course, this is now becoming a lot more mainstream. We're seeing it across all kinds of, you know, mainstream TV. We've seen it and we're seeing it in, on, in magazines. We're seeing it in books. We're seeing it everywhere. It's in our book. And the thing is, is that, that that's all really great. And somebody really has to, to hear that call themselves. And the, the, the thing that you get to do when you go do this work is to plant the seeds, water the seeds, show people who you are now, show them the light that is now within you. Don't evangelize. They will see it because when I can tell you people did this with me, they did it with Jen. They're like, man, what? You're totally different. Like you're just like glowing and you're just so vibrant and you're just so happy. And you're just, I want what you have. What are you doing differently? And then you get to tell them, and a lot of times people are really shocked. They're like, what? Because <laughs> this is not what they're expecting. But then they're really intrigued and they're like, well, weren't you terrified? Oh, hell yeah. I was scared. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is that, but it was amazing. And yes, there was challenges. And yes, it, there was stuff that was painful, but then there was so many, so much beauty and there was this. And the thing is, is that that is when, You've watered the soil and the plant grows and now we harvest and they show up and they come start doing the work. That's your job is to plant the seeds and then water it when you get an opportunity. And yeah, it, there's no skipping steps, right? And I, I mean, I never planned on coming to this work. I followed my intuition, right? And I came in really traumatized and I actually never planned on facilitating. I never planned on energy work. None of that stuff was really even a thought for me. It just, I kept trusting my intuition and I would get little, little nudges or little phone calls. Hey, are you going to be at this one? Hey, Oh, someone asked for you. Are you going to be there? And that's how it all started. And I was like, well, I can be. Yeah. I mean, I like being there. I'd, I'd love to come support. Right. And, and that's the thing. It was just this gradual process. It wasn't like I had this big, huge epiphany and all of, a, all of a sudden decided I'm going to go change the world with plant medicines. No, it called to me and it called to me in little bits and I grew into it and I, I got comfortable with it and was in flow with it. 
it wasn't, you know, and when I showed up the first time, yeah, I was, I was in a really rough state. I'd had a severe trauma um, that had completely rocked, you know, all of my being. And so I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do on the first one. No idea. I just knew whatever that person was doing, I wanted some of it. And, you know, five years later, oh, this is, this is the magic. This is my, this is what excites me. This is, this is the impact and the legacy that I, I want my name attached to. And that's the thing though. I mean, we did a lot of training and we've done a lot of training in space and we've done a lot of training out. Like I'm a master NLP practitioner and coach trainer and I've been trained in Huna and in Rising Star and a number of things. And Jen's been trained in all kinds of things. We both um, Condor approach. Condor approach. Because um, I was actually one of their original trainers the, when they first launched it. Because Tong Cole, I actually co-facilitated with Tong Cole for a very long time. And so it's really about, it did, it called to us. It 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 took a while. It didn't, it wasn't like the first time we did it. We we're like, okay, this is what I'm doing. It actually called to us and then and we and then we started training and then we started seeing what this was really about because this is the thing. Tim Ferriss said this one time, and this is when I first started really going into this work. Like I started facilitating on my own. And I was um with my husband. And Tim Ferriss was talking and he said, Listen, this has all been really glamorized doing this work, being a shaman, doing the facilitation, you know, you know, doing all of this. It's really been glamorized. He said, but let me be real clear before you think that you're all that you're going to do is come in and get all these kudos and that you're just going to transform everybody and you're going to do all of this stuff. And you're just going to be this big star. He said, because that's what a lot of people are thinking. He said, Tell me if you can sit with someone while they're vomiting on your feet and you are, and they're going through a loop and you're trying to process them through a loop. And I literally sat there and went, I I don't know if I can do that. (laughs) I literally did. My husband was sitting next to me and I had been the one saying, this is our, this is our calling. And I kept planting the seeds with him and it took him forever to finally come along with that. But it was, I said to him, holy crap, I don't know that I can do that. I don't know that I can be patient with somebody when they're in a loop and, you know, because I'm one of those people that I don't want you to keep telling me something I already heard. (laughs) I don't want to hear that. Anyway, and so I really started thinking long and hard about it. Now, I was already facilitating at this point. And I was like, man, maybe this is not what I'm... But we were moving into pretty much only doing facilitation. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And... Literally, my very next retreat, I had somebody that threw up in my hands and this person was caught in a trauma loop and couldn't get themselves out of it. And I literally sat there for hours and I went, oh, I actually am good at this. I actually do have the this. I actually am. But the thing is, I had to really take a really good, long, hard look at that because when he said it, I went, I don't think I can be patient with that. I don't think I can, whatever. And, you know, now I've had every conceivable thing happen since then, but (laughs) I I will tell you, it's one of those things. It's not glamorous. It's not a glamorous job. It's, it, it can be very 
it can be very annoying at times. <laughs> you have to have Late a lot nights, of long hours, long, lots of long, energy, lots of, lots of patience. Sometimes you don't get to take a shower. Sometimes you don't get to only you're, you're the one that has to stay up all night. And then you have to process people through the next day with no sleep. And that, you know, the thing is, is, we also have to take really good care of ourselves in between these things and really do all the work to really make sure that we are in shape to be able to do that because there are there are times where we've gotten no sleep in an entire weekend because we were processing people and doing stuff and didn't get to take a shower, didn't get to go to sleep, didn't get to hardly got to eat, all of those things and the thing is is that that's all part of the the that's all part of the story that you don't hear. All you see is the glamour of, you know, the, the shaman up at the front and doing this and getting all the kudos because everybody had such a transformational experience. And that's wonderful. That's not all there is. And it's really about, can you actually, have you done the work on yourself first? Mm-hmm. And second, can you actually do that and, and actually hold space hold for space. other people? Because holding space for other people is very different than sitting up at the front of the room and thinking you're running the show. It's a completely different story because holding space is sacred. It is sacred. And that is how both of us see it. You are holding sacred space for somebody because they have trusted you and trusted themselves to come do this work with you. And that is not something that we, either one of us take lightly. We're very reverent about it. And we are very prepared when we come in and do it. That means we're prepared to stay up all night with you. We're prepared to, you know, take puke buckets or if you puke on us, clean it up, do whatever, all of those things. We are there for all of those, those parts of the stories that you don't hear everywhere. And it's, it's not a, always a glamorous job. And actually, I wouldn't say none of it's glamorous, but, but it's fulfilling. It's rewarding. That's the thing. It is so very, yes. It is one of the most rewarding things that you can do is see somebody's light bulb go off and then really connect a dot to something in their past and go, aha, I found it. And I, I no longer have to live this way. I get to change everything about my life now. And it's, it's amazing to be part of that. So cool. Seriously. Yeah. I, I think with the Condor coaching program that you guys have both been through, there's a lot of people who want to, like you said, get excited. And I got super excited. I didn't go facilitate anyone, luckily. But um, yeah, you just, you're just excited about it. And you see the changes made in your life. And you feel that. So you want to tell the whole world. But I love how, how you're approaching it. And what you're telling everyone, it's just so important to hear all the sides of it. And even even on the journeys, like we said before, it's not all pretty and easy and fun. You have to be ready for the work. So you have to be willing to go go in like, I'm doing this. I'm ready for it. Or that can cause more problems, like you said earlier. It, I mean, it's well, the other thing is too, is you're having to listen to a lot of trauma. You're, yeah. And the thing is, is that if you don't have a clear container and you don't know how to move energy out of your and transmute energy through your vessel, because you're a vessel that's taking in that energy because you're in somebody's energy field and you're working in somebody's energy field. And so if you are not sure how to transmute somebody's energy and you're not sure how to protect yourself from somebody else's energy, and this is the thing, this is kind of like, you know, therapists and, mm-hmm. and God love them. 
they they they're doing works that they really believe in and they they believe they're helping a lot of people and the and in in my opinion a lot of talk therapy is actually more traumatizing because they continually keep telling the story of what happened that's the whole point of everything that we do is that you stop telling that story because that's no longer part of your life anymore and guess what you now have the clarity and the beauty from those ashes so that you can move and integrate it into your life moving forward. So you know why this happened in your life for you. That's the clarity that you get is why this happened. And then, okay, how does this change my life moving forward for the better? The thing is, is that you're listening to a lot of people's trauma. Can you actually sit there and listen to stuff? I mean, and there's some stuff. And that, not take it not take it on, you know, and no, not no. have it traumatize you as right. well. Because I mean, yeah, people are people are showing up very vulnerable, right? And and the work and the things and bringing people in, it's a practice of surrender, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a practice of surrender. The the more you can surrender and into the space and into the um, you know, into the medicine and into those type of things you know, the more you'll get from it. And it's also a practice of surrender and clearing for us as well, a lot. And so like, you know, tapping each each other in and out, having assistance, having things like that, like getting body work before and after, you know, making sure, you know, we are well slept before and after and stuff like that. Like, you know, I got back from one and next thing you know, the weekend people want to go camping and I'm like, no, I'm sleeping lots this week. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, we wanted you to come facilitate us. I'm like, oh, you can't just expect that. That's work. I know you guys don't believe it's work that I'm like hanging out and getting people water and doing energy work and cooking for them and loving on them. I'm like, it's a lot of work. It I'm takes a lot of energy. It takes. Yeah, I'm a not lot complaining of by any means, but no, I'm just not going to go camping with you next weekend because you're feeling stuck, and I'm going to process you one more time. I'm like, I got my own stuff. Like, my, I got my own energy to take care of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, that's interesting. The 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 down or the like downtime that we need from work to to be able to work. I definitely wanted to tap back into this thing because you are listening to some pretty traumatic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell you, I've heard everything I can, I, anything you can think of, I've heard it. Wow. And when you get people into the details and they start telling you stuff, that's really details. It can be very difficult to hear some of the things that I hear. Mm-hmm. I am very practiced and actually know how to shield myself from that, know how to transmute the energy and know also how to help them move that energy out very quickly too. That's the important part of the work that we do. And that's what a lot of people have no idea. Oh, that's actually what they're doing because the whole point of us being there and facilitating people is moving that energy out as fast as we can so that you can be in a much better state, but also so that you can get the clarity from it so that you can move. That's no longer part of your story anymore. That's now another lifetime ago. Mm, That is really difficult work for people to uh, understand that that's what we do. Wow. Yeah. And Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to touch with like um, therapists. I know some incredible therapists that are going above and beyond their training and bringing in other things and are really great. And, you know, if you've, 
been with a therapist and you still feel exactly the same as you did eight years ago, right? <laughs> it may not be working, right? But um, I think there's there's definitely some good that or good that can come, right? And that's afterwards if you're doing coaching or processing. There's there's good things there too. I didn't want to to leave it all on a. I mean, at least my opinion. I think there's great. Yeah. No, and I don't want to. I think that there's a lot of of great things that can happen with people being having somebody to go talk to that's an, a, a third party that's not involved. It's really great if they can yeah. tell the story one time and get it out and be done. And a and lot of therapists work, and that's really great because that's sometimes all they need to do is be witnessed and experienced and heard, and that's it, and that's great. But for validated. Or, yeah, valid, validated in their feelings. The thing is that there are a lot of these people that are in a trauma loop that they just keep circling back to it. That's right. when it becomes traumatic and it actually keeps re-traumatizing the person. That's what I'm. That's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. But the thing is that can happen in our space, but yeah. we know how to move them out of it. Right. I love that. And having that, that just an experienced person that can do that, that can help me. That's me. I'm like, hey... I didn't want to do shadow work. I was like, that sounds terrible. I don't want, I just want to like smooth over everything and call it all fluffy and light. And just turn the light on. Yeah. I'm just going to try. There's no shadows. There's no shadows. And just like pretend that exactly. I was like, everyone kept bringing up shadow work, you know, but, and I was like, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. (laughs) I, I want for me, it's like, let's, let's make this the most, efficient and you know okay if i'm going to do this let's do it but let's go for it let's really do this yeah do it as quickly as possible as easily and light i don't know lightly may not be the word but but why make it harder than it needs to be why yeah. dwell on the shadow and the, i mean that's not quite the word but you know why dwell on the trauma and all of these things for years if we can move through this and release it and get into this more expansive state quicker, easier. And if that's um, plant medicine, if that's energy work or whatever that it modality is, like why stay stuck? And there's a lot of people that listen, I think that are in that spot that are just like, I'm just so done being stuck and what I'm doing isn't working and I need to figure something else out. So I, I so appreciate the work you guys are doing. And seriously, it's incredible. It's, it's not uh not something I don't. I think I can do. I'm here to spread the word. I think I can get the, get the voice out and and tell people that what they thought it was that it's not. It's not what the government told us. It's not the scary, terrible thing. It's something that you can be educated on and understand. Help people understand what it is. But tell us real fast, like how to find you, how to connect with you. Well, um, I can be found on Instagram, Dana Michelle Norris. I'm Dana Michelle Norris on Facebook. Um, I think my my personal Facebook is Michelle Curtis Norris, but I don't know if I can take any more friends on there and I'm not on there that much. Instagram's better for me. Okay. Um, and then the theprimalalchemy.com is a great place. Also, if you would like, because I gave you the link for people to do a free quantum edge assessment with us and they can go in, schedule it, they'll fill out the assessment and then we will have the call with them and then they can we can tell them all of the information, what we see and where they can go from there. The other thing I also wanted to tell you is for those people that are interested in doing transformational work and are not so sure about substance, 
We also do this work outside of the substance space. We do a uh-huh. lot of breakthrough work and um, we can do um, breakthroughs. I do this work outside of the substance space all the time. So that is something that I can do. We find that the others are a little more efficient and a little faster. <laughs> and this can be done outside of that space. So if there's people uh-huh. that are interested in that. And then I love that. Thank you. I'll let Jen tell you where to find her. Well, you can find me all over the place. Um, the one thing that I'm really active is active in is I have the we have the women's transformation tribe, which is just women. Um, love the men, and you know, women supporting women is something I'm I'm really a big proponent of. So Instagram is the evolution of Miss Jen, and then on Facebook, Jen, Jennifer Hullub, and then the women's transformation tribe. So. And I'm I'm in Southern Utah, so I'm always down for people, you know, getting coffee or showing up to an event and sharing information. Um, I I love to share information freely and widely. And I I will actually be in Utah in July with Jen. We're doing a retreat in July, and so uh, I'll be up in Utah very soon. I'm in Austin, Texas, right now. That's where I live. Exciting. Do you guys still have spots on your July retreat? We have a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, that's fun. People can go check out if they miss this retreat, they can do the next one or or find all yeah. your all your stuff. We'll have all the links in the description. So and we also have a couples retreat coming in September. And the couples work that we oh. do is is really next level. So yeah, we're we have that coming in September. Oh man, now we're gonna have to do a whole nother podcast on that. (laughs) (laughs) But that'll be great. Or we can do a mini podcast. I'm having little micro episodes where we talk about microdosing. And so maybe we can just do like a micro couples retreat episode or something. Or or, this is fun. This is this is fun for me. And now that I've found a editor and some people to do some of the stuff that's a little harder for me than just talking with people and having these conversation. It just fills me up. So I love it. Oh, nice. Thank you for your time. Awesome. So yeah. You. Thank you too. So yes, Thank it's you. been it's been a pleasure. And yeah, let us know if there's any way we can support you um as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're we're here for it all. Yay. And thank, thank you for doing the work that you do to get this information out. Very appreciative. Thank you. Like all of these things all going together. So yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all of us doing our gifts and working together. Thanks so much for subscribing and leaving a review. Come join our amazing free community, Life Changing Trips. There's a link in the description.